TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. All right, it's time for our segment with Steve Kerr, which is brought to you by Xfinity. Stay connected, protected, and entertained. Steve, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a while since I got a chance to talk to you, but it's always good to hear your voice. And, and um, you know, I, I got to ask you... Um, we were talking a lot about James Wiseman and, you know, how you guys are developing him and how, you know, he's playing in the G League and he got called up and he got five minutes the other night. And I'm just kind of wondering, is there, is there like diversity of opinions within your guys' walls and within the organization on how to develop uh, James Wiseman? I mean, are there multiple, are there people that have differing, differing opinions on how you guys should best do this? Well, I mean, there's there's uh, there's different opinions that turn into one strategy, you know. But I think the uh, the the dominant uh, thought is that he just needs to play. He needs to see the game unfold in front of him at both ends, um, and and see it over and over again. And um, so he needs reps and. Um, you know, he's going to get a lot more reps in Santa Cruz. So this is, uh, it's you know, definitely unanimous in our organization and the people who are making these decisions that uh, this is this is the right way to go. Uh, based only on the Santa Cruz games that you've seen, are you seeing the things you're looking for on a consistent basis? Um, and I'm not going to guess, well, when are you going to bring him back or anything like that? Are you seeing the progress that you expected to see when you sent him down? Uh, yeah, but you have to you have to understand. Um, it's been a few weeks, I guess, and um, you know when, when you're talking about gaining experience, um, you know at, at the level that that uh, you know we want him to gain it. Um, it's not something that's going to happen in a handful of games. Uh, and one of the great things about Santa Cruz is that they, they generally only play a couple games a week. So it's more like the college situation where you're getting three or four really good practices in and, you know, hands-on training uh, day in and day out and then a couple of games. So you know, whereas in the NBA, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're hardly ever practicing. It's, um, you know, we're reviewing stuff on tape. You know, we're doing walkthroughs, but very few live practices because we have a game every other night. So this is uh, this is something that that makes sense, but it, it doesn't doesn't happen overnight. I love watching Kevon Looney. I didn't think he could emerge as to into this kind of player when I saw him come out of UCLA. I just 
didn't know that he could get up and down the floor and stay healthy. But um, without James's presence, Looney's averaging 23 minutes a game, the most of his career. I'm just kind of wondering if you guys and your staff feel that that minute allotment is sustainable for Loon, you know, for the whole year. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk to our performance staff every day about that, and they feel really confident uh, that Loon is healthy and, and moving well and feeling well. There may come a time in the season, you know, where we have to, uh, you know, have to, to tell him he's got to take a night off, which he doesn't want to do, and, and I don't blame him. You know, he, he takes great pride in, in being ready and available for us every single night. And um, I remember as a player, I, I once had a streak, I think, of four, four straight years playing all 82 games, and it was kind of, the you know, the thing I was most proud of. Um, and, and so Loon is, Loon is of that mindset, especially because he missed a lot of time early in his career. He wants to play every single night, and, and the great thing is he's, he's gotten his body and his health to a point where uh, he's, he's been able to do that you know, all of last year and so far all of this year. So it's, uh, we're, we're really happy for him, but you know, at some point we may, we may have to step in and say, all right, just take a, take a night off and, and, uh, if you need it. Is that going to be an easy conversation, or are you expecting a bit of an argument? Oh yeah, huge argument. <laughs> some guys, some guys were like, you know, you're just, you're just at the point where you know, it, I mean, you, 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 there's no there, there's no point of arguing. You know, Draymond missed half the year last year with with the back injury. If he's banged up, you know, then then it's irresponsible for us to let him talk us into you know having him play. Um, it's the ones that are, you know, like Loon's been really healthy and he feels good and, and he wants to play. So those are the ones where, you know, you, you're going to have a really tough argument on your hand. Steve Kerr with us uh, uh, on 95.7 The Game. Let's go back to Wednesday night. Uh, you might not want to go let's, back to Wednesday not, night. No. Yeah, let's not go back to Wednesday night. Uh, but, you know, we're watching on TV, Steve, and, and like, okay, so we're watching, and then the game's over. We get a little wrap-up from Fitz and Kalena, and then it's on to Bonte and, and the post-game show. What we don't see is what happens behind the scenes in your locker room to like could you paint that picture i mean you run off the floor you lose 124 123 do the coaches and players all stay in the same room are you guys in different rooms is there a lot of complaining is there is there is there is there discontent is that a good time to to uh have dialogue do you want separation there a 15 minute cooling off period paint us that picture of how you guys kind of kind of uh you know um, yeah. re regroup, uh, re let's say, after a, a rough end like that? No, it's, it's a great question, Larry, just because, uh, you know, it's such an emotional loss. It's such a brutal loss. I mean, I, I think probably the worst ending we've had, you know, since I've been coach. I mean, we I, I said after the game to the media, there's usually one game a year like this where you, you can't even believe what just happened. And I, I think that's the truth. But of all of those in my time here, that that was the worst one. And um, so in Utah, the uh, the coaches' locker room is is like seventy five yards away from the uh, the players' locker room. Uh, so you know we have you know we have our time uh, away from from each other. Uh, I come in and address the team, you know, probably five minutes after the game ends. So. You know, I, I just, I, I don't want to leave them sitting there because um, they're dead silent in the locker room. They're stunned. And 
So I just, you know, I, I, I went in there and just told them um, what I just told you. There's one game a year that, that this happens, and it's, it's the worst, and you don't sleep, and it's, you're up all night, and you can't believe what happened. But you have to learn from it. And as long as you learn from it and it doesn't happen, especially, you know, in a playoff game, then, you know, then it's okay. Like you, you, but you have to learn from it. And I think there was plenty to learn from that game. Um, then at that point, you know, I, I go to the coach's locker room and scream and yell and throw stuff against the wall and, and, you know, vent my frustration. <laughs> and when do you come down from that frustration? How long did it take you to put it away? Oh, you know, it took it, it took a while. It you know, it, that like I said, that's that's the worst one we've had, and it's a it's a good hour long. You know, just you've got to be kidding me. How did that happen? You know, that you want to immediately go to the tape to review everything, which you do on the plane, and and you you know, then you're sort of hashing it out with the coaches. You know, what could we have done differently? Um, and in the end, you know, uh, you, you, what we did today, we had yesterday off, but what we did today was we had a film session and we, we showed those key plays, you know, um, we, if, as, and like I said, you know, last year, uh, we lost a game to Indiana when we left a three point shooter at the buzzer at, up three. And, um, and we, we learned from that. We never did it again. Uh, we, we, uh, you know, in the playoffs, it didn't happen, um, but you know it happened, and and so we 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 learned from it, and um, and we've got to learn from it this time. That's why we showed everything today, and I'm going to trust that the guys are going to you know take care of everything down the stretch next time we're in a similar position. Kuminga looked really good Wednesday night. I was so excited on draft night than when you guys drafted him. I just I felt like he was one of the better players in the draft, and whatever reason he felt to you guys, and I was just so excited. And he's got just a, a skill set physically that's just almost unmatched in the league, and his defense lately has been really, really good. And you kind of pointed out earlier this week that he's kind of learned how to defend without fouling, and that's such a hard line, I'm sure, to, to kind of impart to a young guy, Steve, but how have you guys developed him in that area? How do you how do you help him become a great defender, a dogged defender, but also not cross that line and pile up fouls and send guys to the line? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it really does take a village, you know, uh, that, to, to use that expression. I think it's appropriate here. We've got an incredible staff. We have great players on our team who are wonderful mentors for our younger guys. Andre Iguodala has done an incredible job uh, with with JK and and our you know our individual coaches who have have really worked hard with them you know Anthony Vereen, uh, Jacob Rubin um, you know they're with him every single day going over tape um, talking with them um, you know we you know we try to sit down together um, JK and I do you know once a week or so and and maybe look at some tape or just discuss what's happening and what I like about what what's going on right now is his play has matched his uh, approach um, and what I mean by that is you know I think early in the season he was really frustrated and the, the last month, rather than, than being frustrated, he's just sort of absorbing the lessons and applying the lessons, and now he's seeing the results, and it's like, okay, now the process is really working because 
instead of being frustrated, um, he's just more coachable now because he's growing and he's seeing the pictures and he's understanding what we're trying to teach him. And, and JK is a great young guy, a great kid, and, um, but very little experience. And so all of this is, you know, there's so much to absorb playing in NBA games. You got to know every single opponent. You know, you've got to know their tendencies. You've got to understand why you're doing something, why you're not doing something. And it, it doesn't just happen overnight. So, um, it's just exciting to see it turning for him in such a natural, uh, progression where he's, you know, his focus and his training and everything is, is improving and so is his play because that's, that's how it should work. Can you walk us through to the extent that you can when you have the epiphany on Kaminga? Was there a moment where he did something on the floor that you've been talking to him about and all of a sudden he not only did it, but he did it in such a way that sort of convinced you that he did it instinctively and understood what he was doing and why he was doing it and when he was doing it. I don't think there was one moment, but there was a, there was a game um, a couple of weeks ago where I think he played 14 minutes and was zero for zero from the field, but he was great defensively. And I, I, said to him after the game in front of the team, I said, JK, you're great tonight. You did a great job. And he sort of looked at me like, I know exactly what he's thinking. Like, I didn't even take a shot, you know? <laughs> but but he had been great. He was great defensively. And then we, you know, we go on the road and he, we go to Minnesota and, and Dallas and, he, you know, he guards Luca. Uh, had some, some big plays in Minnesota as well. And he continues that play. Um, and, and really has a good stretch, and, and then all of a sudden breaks through through on the scoring front uh, in Utah the other night. So it's been a stretch of, I, I don't know, seven, eight games where things have really come together, but it felt like he's, he's, it started to click when he realized he, he, could, he could be praised and really, um, you know, impactful without taking a shot. Um, that's when he realized, all right, I got, if I just play defense, a lot of good stuff can happen. You guys get the Celtics, and I caught them the other night, and wow, I mean they're 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 really rolling right now. I mean uh, they're they're scoring 120 a game. Uh, Tatum's having a great year. Um, you you guys probably your coaching staff have sat down and kind of studied them probably in advance of this game. What, what are they looking like to you? Uh, what how do they look different from the team that you saw in the finals? Well, they are playing at a really high level. Um, I think the addition of Malcolm Brogdon was enormous for them. He's such a good player and he's a perfect fit for them because he's a, a pass-first point guard who can make a shot, who can get to the rim really good defensively because of how uh, physically strong he is. And he's, you know, he's 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 just a, a vet. He's a grown-up. He knows how to win. And um, adding him to the mix... Um, and, you know, with Tatum playing the way he is and Brown, you know, Marcus Smart's always been, you know, one of the best defenders in the league. They just have a ton of continuity and they're hungry. You know, they lost in the finals last year, so they're, they're hungry and, and, uh, got a lot to play for. This is a team that has been, I think, to the, the conference finals four times, you know, in the last six years or so. Um, 
So they're, they've been knocking on the door for a while, and this is this is definitely their best team. And uh, they're, they're by far the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to watch it. And then on your side of things, how is your team... Uh, I mean, obviously the personnel's different, but how are you guys different from that team that we saw in June? Well, I think what's exciting for us is we know our ceiling is much higher than where we are right now. Um, the reason we're not there is because we're a different team. You know, we brought back um, our, our core guys, but our bench and our you know new free agents are, are all new. Um, you know, the, the guys were playing, um, you know, regular minutes off the bench. So those guys were not here last year. And so we're still adapting. Our young players are, are growing but still need work. And I think where we're going to be two, three months from now is going to be, you know, way f- further ahead than where we are right now. So, um, you know, we're the good thing for us is um, nobody's running away with the West. Um so while we are, you know, kind of treading water here and trying to find our way, um, we're still right in the thick of everything. And my my gut is that if we stay healthy, uh, this team has a chance to be really good. Uh, but it's gonna it's gonna take some more time. We just you know it, we we just need more time to put it together. And and I'm excited about that process. How much will you viscerally hate this road trip? Uh, like define viscerally where like you just think about it and you just want to throw up (laughs) (laughs) Um, anything in particular about this upcoming road trip that you think I should viscerally hate well I mean the two back to backs aren't very don't look very much fun no I mean just being, being on the road for essentially nine days I mean, I'm not even talking about the quality of the opponent or what you're trying to accomplish in those days. Just the the idea of being back east yeah. for eight days and cramming six games into it. Yeah, and and uh, really good opponents too. Um, so this is is not going to be easy. But um, you know, the other thing, the other way to look at it is you're getting these games, you know, out of the way relatively early in the in the season and. Uh, well, we're in a little bit of a tough stretch and, and um, you know, not playing at our best. And, and, you know, Wiggs is banged up and Steph and Draymond missed last game, all that stuff. Um, we know that uh, we are we're still built for the stretch run in the playoffs. And our goal is to be at our best by then. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll be okay. This could be a rough stretch. We'll, we'll try to go out on the road and, uh, you know, get as many games as we can, but um, I like where we're heading. I like our energy. I like where our players, uh, you know, our, how, how our players are connecting with one another, how we're working, and, and how much better we can get. I think, uh, I think there's, there's a lot of good stuff coming. And more importantly, and this might be the most important question you get this time, did you watch the World Cup games today, and what'd you think? Well, it, it was poor timing for us because I saw the morning uh, match until about the 80th minute and then we had our coaches meeting but we missed all of the it was 0-0 when I I left my office to go to our coaches meeting didn't see any of of what followed and then we were in practice uh, during the the second one uh, the Netherlands and Argentina and 
I went to do my media and it was 2-1 in the 90th minute. I thought, all right, well, that's it. And then by the time I was done with the, the damn media, they're always getting in the way, those guys. Uh, they're the worst. They're the worst. Damn and media. It was 2-2. It was 2-2. So I, I missed, a, I did get to see the, the shootout, the penalty kick shootout, which is, by the way, just so painful for the losing side. So brutal. Ugh. It, but it, uh, exciting stuff, though. Did you did you give any thought to blowing off the coaches' meeting and let them do it themselves? <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. But but did not ultimately decided I should probably go because I am the head coach. Steve, Steve, how uh, <laughs> how how outraged would NBA fans be if the NBA Finals uh, ended in a free throw shooting contest? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> uh, I feel pretty good about it, though. We got Steph yeah. and Jordan. Oh, yeah. You guys are well-positioned. Hey, you know, there, a buddy of mine worked for the Raiders for years, and he told me the story about Al Davis and sitting around in the in the war room on draft day, and Al went to one of his lieutenants and said, hey, what do you think of this player? And the guy looked around the room, looked at Al, and said, Al, I want what you want. <laughs> and basically passed. I, I'm kind of wondering, you know, um, you got coaches, you got assistant coaches, you got scouts, you got personnel guys, you got assistants to these guys. You got a lot of people, a lot of manpower in the organization. Who's the most independent voice in the building? And then how do you know that, you know, that you're getting your assistants real opinions and that they're not just sucking up to you or Bob <laughs> or Joe? Yeah, so you're talking about in our coaches meeting. Yeah, coaches or scouts. I mean, I mean, you know, if Joe says, "Hey, I want player X." I mean, what do you think, yeah. uh, scout? You know, assistant scout. I I like player X too. I mean, you know, who's truly independent? Is there a guy in the organization that you just know? It doesn't matter if he goes against you or Bob or Joe, but you're getting his honest and independent opinion, no matter what. Draymond. Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be honest. We we got a lot of those guys. <laughs> a lot of independent and, thinkers. That's good. Yes, yes. Uh, and and I will stick with our coaching staff because uh, you know those are the guys I'm with every day, and 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 you know I, I'm asking them what they think all the time, and um, you know we got we've got we've got some very. Uh, you know, strong-minded, strong-willed people on our coaching staff, and and I like that. I want people with with conviction. And you know, Ron Adams has always, you know, been really forthright with his opinions, and he's been fantastic. Um, you know, as, as a uh, confidant for me, you know, now that he's in more of a, an advisory role, um, I, I I love hearing his conviction and. And Kenny Atkinson, you know, very, very, uh, you know, forthright with his opinions. Decky, uh, Dan, uh, our, our Serbian coach, they, they, they all are, are wonderful because they offer their direct uh, opinion. And ultimately, when I make whatever decision it is, then they they move forward. Like they, they accept it and they embrace it and we move on and we, we go. And that's that's the way it should be. Do you have any thoughts on Brittany Griner above and beyond just being happy that she's home? In terms of like the political part of it or wherever you want to go with it. Uh, I mean, I, 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 not real. I'm just thrilled that she's home. I mean, I, the, the overriding thought throughout this whole thing, has just been 
I mean, can you imagine going through what what she's been through? And um, so the, the, the I, I'm not that interested in the debate about you know the swap and and the politics of it. I'm just I'm just happy she's home and I'm happy for her family and uh, just can't imagine the, the trauma that she uh, has been through. Great stuff, Steve. Uh, just one business thing on the way out the door. Any update on Wiggins and the adductor injury? I, they'd said that he wasn't going to go Saturday. How's, how's he recovering from that? When do you guys expect to see him on this trip? Yeah, he didn't practice with us today, but he got uh, a court workout um, with uh, one of our assistant coaches. And I talked to him. He said he was feeling better. Uh, but, yeah, he won't play tomorrow. And we're uh, expecting him to go on the trip and, and – uh, Hopefully play, but, uh, you know, early in the trip, but it'll be kind of a day-to-day thing. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for your time. Good to talk to you. All right. You too, Larry. All right. We'll see you, Ray. Yep. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.